Welcome to Cyberbytes, the podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Cooper, co-founder of Aspron Search. This week's guest, we have Alan Jackson, CEO and co-founder at Asterix Security. After spending over a decade in the famous 8200 unit and leading R&D at Argus, which was acquired for a room of 500 million, he and his co-founder Aidan Gore decided to found Asterix Security to manage and secure non-human identities. How are you, mate? Very good, very good. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm guessing uh, no baby yet? Uh, no, not yet. Not but yet. Very soon. very soon. The only baby for now is Astro. <laughs> good man good man it's really uh funny i had a, a guest on the show about a month ago and uh he had his child one day before the podcast and i was like wow <laughs> thanks for it's amazing uh, and he didn't for, he didn't get you delayed <laughs> commitment bro commitment and he looked amazing as well so uh yeah fair, fair play to him but no good good to good to see you mate um, was it him or her it was uh, her Ro- she Robert. gave labor and then went on the podcast no 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 <laughs> Robert Johnston, big shout out. Um, cool. Anyways, um, yeah, always good. Thanks, mate. Um, are you in New York or Tel Aviv at the minute? No, in New York, in New York. Yeah, I'm no, always in between, but uh, mostly in New York these days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I actually I missed you in uh, Black Cat, but I, I did see Aidan, um, your your CTO. So I had a quick catch up with him on the business hall. Did he give any feedback on how Black Cat was at all? Perfect. First, if you met Aidan, you missed the best half of us. And yeah, no, Black Hat was amazing actually this year. And we got the main stage there and in DEF CON with the, the zero uh, the zero vulnerability, zero day vulnerability we found with Google. Yeah. Um, we had like seven people, you know, on the grounds there. We had an amazing CISO breakfast. We took like a big, uh, you know, coffee shop at the Mandalay there. Uh, it was a great event for us this year. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Well, look, Alon, with all my guests on the show, um, I like to go right back to where it all began and sort of how you got into to the industry, mate. Yeah. So first, you know, as a lot of uh, young Israelis hacking things from uh, from early stage. Um, but really, I met, you know, uh, Dan, like you shared, I met him as you know, my best friend and uh, partner in crime. We met uh, like 15 years ago, quite a long uh, time. We were recruited to an Army Military Excellence uh, program. Uh, we each served over a decade at 8200. So, you know, tons of management experience from there. Uh, we each got also our majors, you know, in, in uh, computer science and tons of geeky stuff uh, from there. Um, we both left uh, A200 after quite a long uh, career and joined different cybersecurity startups. So, you know, we've been in the industry, filled it uh, and stuff like that. So we done with Deep Instinct, uh, um, a company that does machine learning based endpoint protection. I led the R&D at Argus, uh, one of the first automotive cybersecurity um, companies, uh, which was a, a great run, um, sold for uh, almost half a billion over there. Mm. Uh, so, you know, it all started from, you know, an amazing friendship in a basic training 15 years ago and really going through a lot, both in the army, then in the industry uh, before building our, our own baby, um, Asterix. Yeah, love that. Love that. So you was at Argos. So I had um, Offal on, on the show at Black Hat. I, yeah, yeah. li- I did a live face-to-face with him. That was a great, uh, great episode, actually. Obviously, that's, that was um, like vehicle cybersecurity, right? Yeah, yeah, automotive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's uh, it's kind of a crazy world. These cars are today are uh, are iPhones on wheels, if you like. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how how let's talk about Asterix straight away. Let's dive straight in. Obviously, from vehicle security at Argos, um, very different. Like where 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 did the yeah. where did the inspiration come from to, to yeah, found so Asterix? This actually, yeah, great question. So this actually has maybe a lot more to do with what you know uh, I did before this, right? Before Argos, before the time in Argos. Of course, Argus gets you a lot into how does startup or operate, right? What does it mean to scale? What does it mean to selling for you know customers globally? Right and stuff like that, but more from the technical and the security challenge. Was really, you know, my my former experience, of course, more on the offensive side, the day two hundred, mm-hmm. right, and taking that knowledge uh, uh, to what we do today. And we understood, you know, identity is fundamental for security. It's always been right. It's just growing in importance. And you know, this is actually the nor the uh, the new perimeter, right. Um, and while we have so many tools out there to help us, you you know, manage user access, right? And human identities, there's nothing today to help up with the non-human identities, right? Machines are, you know, um, outnumbering humans. Everything is as a service. AI today is, is kind of crazy. And we've got nothing to help us manage these API connections, plugins, third-party applications, right? Um, secrets, credentials, wherever they may be. Um, and that's kind of, you know, First, from the attacker point of view, understand that, you know, this is an easy access, right? That the industry didn't get, you know, a a good grasp or actually almost no tools out there that are adequate uh, to manage the new pace of these these, uh, um, tools and applications. And the second thing is that this is a huge opportunity that will only grow with time, right? So it's a big problem today. And, you know, everything is going to be even more interconnected to everything via APIs, right? And this is really growing exponentially. We have actually seen the exponential growth in this short lifetime of Asterix already. Yeah, yeah. Is this a new category? Yes, it is actually. We're working, you know, with Gartner very, very closely in, okay, where does this sit, right? Um, you can think of like third-party risk management as like on the one side of things, identity on the other side of things, right? Cloud security. Uh, so this really sits like, you know, in the intersection of a lot, credentials, right? If you look at like key um, security, right? Credential protection and stuff like that. So really securing the access of of the modern machines, if you like, right? It used to be machine to machine. Um, really these days we don't own machines. Everything is as a service, right? The new apps are actually, you know, the new machines. Um, and they don't connect on a TCP level. They connect on an API level, which makes it much easier to connect, right? Which actually creates much more connections. You don't need an admin anymore to configure a certificate or do, you know, um, technical IT stuff in order to connect machines, applications just connect in a click of a button. Usually it's like an OAuth consent consent screen, right? Um, and really this why uh, this problem, we call it app to app instead of app to app, app machine, yeah. machine, right? Um, and that's kind of, you know, the, the area we're, we're lighting in. Yeah, yeah. I saw some of the numbers around the problem that you are solving and like how many apps and downloads, even employees and things like that. H- how big of a problem is is this? Yeah, I think I think some of of you know the challenge here is the fact that actually users don't download anymore, right? You know, if if you want to use a new service or a new tool, right, you just log into it, you connect to it, right? You don't actually have to install and you don't have to reboot your computer or anything. We seldom use these kind of tools today, right? So everything as a service really enables us to connect things in a click of a button. We call it consent fatigue, by the way, right? Mm-hmm. So we know it on our personal uh, phones, right? To get this new app that asks to access our uh, personal photos and messages. And we're like, 
why you know this freaking flashlight needs to access my personal messages right so on the corporate level we've seen thousands of these apps they're interacting with each other they're connecting of course to core critical systems in the organization it could be crms it could be email system it could be their production environment really everything is connected to everything because we need right we want things to interoperate right um with each other um, and actually, you know, for most organizations, this is just, you know, out of control. They've got no grasp of how this graph, right, of third party actually looks like. And of course, third parties are subprocessors, anything to do with compliance, right? So this, this is a big issue. Yeah, yeah. So what exactly are Asterix doing to, to combat this? Yeah. So you can think of us, you know, there's a few layers here, right? But basically, you can think of us as a connection, another connection that helps secure and monitor all other connections that you have, right, um, across your environments, right? So we help you understand who connected what, with what permissions, when was it uh, hooked up, is it being used, is it being abused? All these questions that are super hard, right, to answer manually. Sometimes they're infeasible to to um, to really answer. You get them in a click of a button and really get this this graph, right, of what's going on and what's connected where. And it's not only a data thing; it's also operation thing, right? It's a third party vendor that can actually change your CRM, right? For instance, yeah, that's how crazy these things are. And and going back to the fundamentals, right there. All these solutions to do with users, right? From security posture management to access reviews, anomaly detections, um, secrets protection, secure accesses, VPN, right? How do we deliver all these different solutions that are needed, right, in the user space to the non-user space, right? Uh, so that's, you know, a big, I always say we're not building a product. We're building a company and there's a lot of different solutions that are needed in order to really serve uh, this growing uh, problem space. Yeah, yeah. How about with like the increase of Gen AI and as you see it everywhere, but how's that yeah. affecting Asterix, like from a yeah. company and customer perspective? Yeah. So first, I think, you know, it, it affects us all, right? It mm. affects all, every industry practically, right? Our, our lives, we can all feel it. It's, it's amazing. My mother even knows what the AI is. <laughs> um, specifically, when you think of artificial intelligence, it's almost synonyms with non-human identities, Right. And that's crazy. So this is an amazing tailwind for us, right? And when you think of AI, right, these are open AI APIs connecting to your data. You want them to connect to your data. You want to connect, you know, ChatGPT to your email to help you write, you know, better, uh, better text or whatever. But then these models actually feed on our data. This is how they improve right? Usually they are over uh, overprivileged, right? And this is sometimes, especially if they're freemium, they're very expensive on permissions, right? Um, so that's, you know, in the core of what we do. So one, we're seeing more and more, and the AI is just the latest and greatest tool. There would always be something, you know, the next thing that everyone wants to use and connect to our CRM and to production environment, right? The question is, how do we enable businesses to connect these third parties, right? Use the latest and greatest in a secure way. And this is exactly what we're here for. And actually, no, it's amazing. We're getting our customers that are using us these days to understand, right? What AI tools do we have out there? Who connected what, right? Um, and how do I get a, a, an automated policy, right? Around the adoption of this new tech. Nice. You mentioned customers then, like who's this for? And can you share any of your like case studies or recent wins? Yeah, yeah. So some of the latest, I have to go through my head, the ones that uh, <laughs> we're allowed. So many. <laughs> we're, we're allowed to mention why not. So first of all, you can see amazing logos, you know, on our site, just, yeah. uh, just to make sure I won't uh, spill out uh, the latest names. But these are you know, global fortune 
um, companies. Um, and some of the latest wins, I think, understanding that with the bigger um, organizations, this is, you know, out of control, right? And they've got, actually got no grasp on, you know, what's what's going on, especially what, you know, the statistics, I think you mentioned it before, mm-hmm. we find almost even more than tenfold times non-human connection to human connection, right? So you can think of, you know, the company that have 5,000 employees, they have 50,000 APIs and secrets and tokens and connections and webhooks and, you know, there's a long, a long list of types of, of non-human connections, right, that they've got no understanding, right? Um, and fundamentally, this is controlling the access to our core systems, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so understanding this is, again, is the basics of security and always going back to the basics is the most important part. So like a niche vulnerability somewhere in a specific component is really understanding, right? Grasping what APIs are connecting to our production environment. Yeah, um, that's why it's so important for our customers. And actually the best thing we're experiencing lately is the customer promotion, right? So they're actually pointing us, you know, to their colleagues, to their friends. And that's, you know, that's the best yeah. way startup yeah absolutely talking about being a startup so i met your like founding engineer like r&d team in vegas for black cat last year so i've been familiar with who you guys are and what you're up to um obviously recently what 12 14 weeks ago we had rsa you was a finalist uh for the sandbox competition how how was that experience for you yeah yeah so yeah rsa you know being the top 10 at rsa there is one of the the, the, maybe the leading right contest for cybersecurity startups in the world. Um, it's a, it's a dream true come true for any uh, cybersecurity founder. Amazing, uh, amazing stage. Um, a lot of exposure there. You know, we got a lot of uh, a lot of interest. I feel like uh, uh, now the the name Asterix is like is uh, is out there. People actually you know stop me saying hey you're from Asterix. It's you know it's an amazing feeling, right? Just just being out there. Um, the experience itself, you know, I think was great. The most stressful part is really the buzzer. There's, you know, you have three minutes. If you don't make it, with this, there's a huge, you know, ah, kind of sound. You don't yeah. want to get there. <laughs> so looking at, you know, thousands of people in the crowd, that's all right. Right. But the buzzer is actually what got me more stressed than anything. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. And obviously recently uh, went through Series A. So what, 25 mil Series A. What, yeah. what are your what are your plans for for, for that? What what does that mean, and what's that so tr- instrumental for you guys right now? Yeah, yeah. So first of all, I want to thank again our partners and investors here, so CRV and the yep. best best too for you know a, a really a pushing us forward um, all the way until today. Um, yeah, and this you know this funding will really enable us to continue both expanding on the go to market uh, side, but also leading the product innovation in the space. Like we said, there's so much to do here. There's so much you know. It's still such a green field. Uh, so this is a uh, really important, especially these days. You know, you don't see a lot of A rounds around, right? So that's uh, an amazing, uh, an amazing milestone for us. It will really enable us to get uh, a huge moat in front of uh, in front of uh, the market. Um, yeah, and you know, the company is really doubling down and, you know, doubling in size, I mean, um, and it's, uh, it's easy because amazing people just say, uh, you know, bring amazing people. It's like a cycle, right. That feeds itself, which is great. And of course our growing customer base, right. So both in numbers and in size, like we shared before, um, uh, now serving really some of the largest fortune uh, companies out there. Nice. As I say, I, I've met some of your founding team great great guys um and that's something i really want to ask about on this <laughs> pod is and i know you're, you're hiring aggressively so i'm hoping this will bring some some attention to the business for you as well but 
when you are specifically hiring like what what specifically do you look for uh skills and attribute wise because i know you have a really elite technical team out of israel um yeah, yeah can you tell me what 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 are you looking for from from candidates yeah so it's very simple i always say it, you know it's two layers right and technical stuff is things that you can learn right i think israel is being blessed with amazing tech amazing people right amazing talent in that in that sense we've been blessed to have you know amazing uh, uh, core teams with us and solving a very hard problem right and in problem and growing a, a problem space in that sense but really before everything right we're first looking for amazing people that's the first thing right and then you know uh, super professionals uh, uh, to join the team but in this order and this is very very important because as shared before we're not building a product right we're building a company and to build a company you know it starts with culture right it starts with how we actually do things not just you know the things we actually do right um and really building a place where we all want to work at right this takes amazing people from the ground up right and we're still in such early stages uh, mm. these days you really need the people to you know um embed the dna that you want in the daily daily processes so that's you know the first first and that's of course across right so it could be for the technical guys back in uh, tel aviv it could be you know for the go-to-market team uh, we're now building across by the way the east middle and of course uh, west side so we have uh, sites right now uh, all across all across uh, the states but this you know is is really for any position yeah absolutely and i think it's really important that like one bad egg really can like rot the whole team like one bad hire really really can be like catastrophic um from a dna perspective obviously like i'm guessing the cybersecurity experience and working in a startup from the go-to-market piece is there anything specific that you might like to see from any of the candidates that might be interested in in joining you guys or what other categories might sort of uh cross over quite nicely because this is quite a new category what you guys are doing is it is it like cloud security would they be good good profiles for you sorry i missed your last sentence oh uh, no worries no yeah, yeah it's, it cut. it's all good um yeah. is it in terms of the, the talent that you're looking for from a category perspective obviously you're creating a new category yep what sort of uh backgrounds might you be interested in from 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 candidates who are interested in joining asterix right now Sure. Yeah. So I think you phrased it uh, exact, right? So I think it's really bringing to market something that is new, right? It's a lot of evangelism. It's a lot of explaining, right? Why do you actually need this, right? Um, sometimes, you know, organizations don't actually have a, a budget line, right, uh, for this new thing. And this is, you know, this is has its pros and its cons, right? Because it's unique, right? Uh, if you get the right uh, customer, he actually understands what you want, right? But how do you figure out, right? Is he the right customer that, that you know, will understand and he's actually just been waiting for Asterix uh, to come, right? Um, so experiencing, you know, early stage, revolutionizing, innovative startups before that, right? That's the best sign, right? If you don't have that, so you really have to prove much more that you can actually do it, right? It's much easier coming into, you know, a, a market that has already been there and just, you know, setting something that, you know, is, is more of a commodity and just trying to feature find and explain why you're better, right? So 50% of the times you'll do it, 50% of the times maybe they'll choose your competitor, right? But coming into a new field, right? Building a new category takes much more, I'd say it starts with courage, right? 
and then much more precision, right? In terms of who are you actually targeting? So getting, you know, the ICP, the ideal customer profile in place is super important, right? The market is endless. The question is, you know, where do you start and where it's easiest to start? Yeah, nice. Particularly now you've started to get customers and in the short period of time that you guys have been running, how has it evolved? Just particularly now you've got customers like with their sort of feedback and what they're telling you and features they might like added. Like how how has it evolved over what the last two years? Is it is it a year and a half maybe? How how long have you been? Very much. I think it's it's amazing to see our customers actually use Asterix in ways that we might have didn't expect, you know, yeah. when we built it. And one of the most interesting things is really the stickiness of the solution. So the way that different users in the organizations are actually using our platform, right? So we built this for security teams, right? Um, but then you get IT, you get DevOps, you get compliance, even legal teams, right? They're asking for users to our platform to want to see what's going on, to understand what's connected to what, what's the keys, the credentials, the secrets we have, what third parties do we have in our environments, right? So these are super kind of a interesting feedback or really kind of pool, right, that we're getting from our customers that we actually didn't expect. And like, you know, we said before, the last half a year, everything has been AI, right? So seeing yeah. our customers actually use Asterix and just, you know, target it as, you know, let's see what AI tools are there, right? What are they exposed to, how they're being used and stuff like that. That's another kind of use case, right? Um, that, of course, we're doubling down into uh, today. So really seeing these different use cases that our customers are actually bringing forward. It's not us saying, you know, hey, this is how you should use this solution. It's really a tool for you, right, to play with. Um, is actually amazing and some of the most exciting part of uh, yeah of the yeah, journey yeah. so far. Yeah, quality. When did you move uh, over to the states? And when did you move stateside, New York? Yeah, about a year ago. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we felt like you know, okay, the product is there, the tech is there, we got the fit right. It's time to really bring it uh, into market uh, as soon as possible. Um, yes, I made the move uh, here uh, to New York. Um, yeah, it used to be that founders would go to the Bay Area, right? Um, these days, most, uh, most, especially Israeli founders, you'll see them come to uh, to New York, like the kind of a middle middle ground between, you know, uh, the West innovative tech, right, and the VC scene, and the Israeli uh, guys back at home. Yeah, absolutely. It's really interesting you say that because you're right. It used to be Bay Area. Uh, and I spoke to another Israeli founder literally this week. Um, I'll say who it is. It's it from uh, Entro Security, they're yeah. a, a seed stage. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's moving to Boston in the next few weeks, which I found yeah. really interesting. Obviously, there's like nine unicorns based out of that state. But um, I just found that as a state really interesting that he was moving there. Um yeah. Well, look, yeah, amazing. Where, where, where are we taking this? Like, what, what's next for Asterix and over the next few years, obviously you're doubling down on headcount and obviously customers like, yeah, what's the future? Yeah, I think, you know, continuing, as I said, to innovate right in our space and to take it to you know, a very, maybe kind of philosophical, but a grand vision of what we're here to do, right? Is really change the way that enterprise connect their clouds these days, right? Becoming the de facto standard for how you connect new apps, new tools, new tech, right? This is actually enabling all of us right, to lay, to use the latest and greatest, but in a secure way, um, really getting there, being the de facto standard, right, and for CISOs, vendors, everybody to understand that if you want to connect, right, to 
any critical, you know, important system. And that's how everything works, right? It could be connecting to Active Directory, connecting to a CRM or production environment, right? You have to do it in a secure way means you have to do it with asterisks, right? This is fundamentally changing, right? How how things connect these days. So, you know, it's a, it's a long journey. Mm. Um, we're really seeing it built step by step. Mate, absolutely love it. Alon, I wish you all the best of success with Asterix and uh, onwards and upwards. I'll see you soon. And <laughs> good luck with the baby. Very much. Thanks for Pleasure's having me. All mine. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's show, please like and share with your friends and colleagues as this is really important for the show's reach. If you'd like to be our next guest or are interested in Aspiron Search's staffing solutions, please get in touch directly with me or reach out to us via our website www.aspironsearch.com.